man, what is up, y'all? Guys, <laughs> I'm really, really, really excited to talk to you about this topic right now. Um, I'm actually recording this Tuesday. It's going to be coming out Monday, obviously, but I just I want to talk about it now because I'm really feeling it. Oh, man, I feel so strongly about this. Okay. I'm really freaking excited to talk to you guys today. Um, today we are going to be discussing the topic dot 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 of suffering. <laughs> um, I'm going to start off with saying I love suffering. Now, y'all are probably thinking, what, is she on crack? Like, what is wrong with this girl? So, she loves suffering. Why? What? But let me explain. I feel like, no, I don't feel like, I know every single time I have suffered and I have gone through something painful, I have come out better, I have learned, I I have learned things that I would have never in a million years learned if I had not gone through what I had gone through. So I'm going to take you through a little journey, (laughs) a little journey of different sufferings I've gone through and what I've learned through them and why there's so much purpose in suffering and why we have to suffer and we have to get comfortable with suffering because change happens when we suffer. We learn, we grow, we become better. There's purpose in our suffering And y'all better get comfortable with it because we're on this earth. We're not going to escape suffering. It's just how it is. It's just what it is. All right. So the first thing, (laughs) my first story of suffering, not the first story in my life, but one of the stories that I want to talk to you about is in my last podcast, I gave a very brief summary of my eighth grade year, um, elementary, my elementary eighth grade year, um, that I was bullied really bad. All right. So I'm going to dive a little bit more deeply into that and yeah, get some popcorn or, um, if you're working out, Get that workout on if you're commuting. um, Have fun wherever you're going. But here we go. So my eighth grade year, um, I changed schools because I wanted something new. And I had been in my old school since kindergarten. So I wanted to do something new. Um, I went to Oakwood, I believe it was called. Oakwood Elementary. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) It's been so long. Um, I went to Oakwood, and I would say I was kind of shy. I was kind of a shy little girl, um, only because I didn't know anyone there, obviously, and so I was just kind of nervous. Um, I went there, and no one liked me, and I didn't know why. I was super nice. I didn't talk much, just because I was more reserved. But no one seemed to like me except for the boys. The boys liked me. I mean, ever since I can remember, I've always gotten along really well with 
guys like they're just so laid back they're so chill they're just like you can say it how it is and they don't get offended and I'm a pretty straightforward person and so I'll say it how it is and like guys just don't seem to get offended so it's just really nice I've always hung out with guys so I had a lot of guy friends there but the girls hated me and it's because the guys that they liked liked me like we were friends and so I remember oh man I really don't tell this story often really ever actually only to like my very 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 close friends and like obviously my family knows too because they were there when it happened but um the volleyball girls specifically like those were the girls the popular girls like I just I didn't fit in guys I just I I didn't fit in I was different um and I wore different clothes I, I had my own style like I wasn't a mean girl, so I didn't fit in with the popular girls. Like, I don't know. It just, I just didn't fit in. And I remember at recess, they would find me and, like, circle around me and hit me with the volleyball. And every single time at recess, and I would, like, I would hide in the bathroom um, so they wouldn't hit me with the volleyball. <laughs> And then it got to the point where, like, no one would let me sit with them at lunch. And then I had food thrown at me at lunch and just sucked. And so I would pretend like I had homework that I had to do so I could stay in the teacher's um, room and eat my lunch there because I had no one to sit with. Basically, long story short, I was bullied really bad. That's really not the extent of it, but that's as far as I'll go into it. I was bullied really bad. And I was so alone and I was super depressed and three months before graduation my mom could tell how like upset and depressed I was like I didn't want to go to school like I hated it and my mom pulled me out three months before eighth grade graduation and she homeschooled me for the last three months all right and going into high school I made a promise to myself. I was like, I am going to become the most popular girl. I'm going to do whatever I have to to be liked by everybody. I don't care. Like, I never want to feel like this ever again. I never want to be a victim of bullying again. Like, I just, I never want to do it. I hate it. I hate feeling like a coward I hate not being able to stand up for myself I freaking hate it and so I get in high school um I get into the wrong crowd and long story short I start partying and drinking and you know doing all the things and I was absolutely miserable like (laughs) I became super popular but I was miserable and I hated it and I didn't like the person that I was and I looked in the mirror and I I really didn't like the person that I was and then I just (laughs) y'all we're gonna get real real (laughs) real vulnerable like this is what this podcast is for like I'm not gonna I'm I have nothing to hide like here we are I was at a party and I basically blacked out almost overdosed and 
in that moment, I remember, I mean, when I woke up, like, I woke up and I remember I was like, this has to change. I, this is not me. This is not who I am. I'm miserable. I hate myself. I, I hate everyone around me. I'm, I'm, I'm a sad, sorry little low life, and I. This is not what my life is supposed to be like. Like, what am I doing with my life? Like, why? Why am I doing this? And I just, I was miserable. And in that moment, I made a decision. I was like, I'm gonna turn my life back around to God. Like, I'm gonna, I can't do this anymore. So I quit hanging out with the people that I was hanging out with, and. At the time, I was still at the same high school, Centennial High School, and the kids that I, you know, I was partying with and drinking with, and they didn't want to be my friends anymore because I was no longer wanting to do what they wanted to do. I didn't want to be a part of that anymore, and they really didn't like that, and so <laughs> I was super, super lonely because they didn't want to be my friends because I didn't want to be like that anymore. But then the good the good kids that I wanted to be with, wanted to hang out with, they didn't want to hang out with me because they thought I was still the way that I was before. And so I was super, super, super lonely. Like I had no friends. I had no friends. I felt so alone. And... Yeah, <laughs> so then we move, and I move high schools, which was honestly such a such a huge blessing. I moved to Mountain Ridge High School, and I was able to completely recreate myself. Um, I I completely recreated myself. No one knew I had a fresh slate. No one knew who I used to look like. I mean, what I used to look like and who I used to be, how I used to act, the people I used to hang out with, the persona I used to put off. And I could start fresh. And I did. And it was amazing. And what I learned from all of that is how to treat people. Through all of that suffering and pain that I went through and the bullying and the partying and the feeling so, so lonely, so lonely is I figured out how to treat people because of the way that I was treated. I never in a million years ever wanted anyone to feel the way that I felt. And so the reason why I love people so much and why I go out of my way to make people feel loved and included is because I never, ever, ever want anyone to feel the way that I felt. And if that's you too, go out of your way. If you're at an event and you don't know anybody, go, or if you do, go out of your way to bring people in. Go out of your way to go and talk to the person standing in the corner. Go, go stand by them. Go sit by them. Go talk to them. Go make them feel included. No one wants to feel left out. No one wants to feel like the odd man out. No one wants to feel like that. So don't let anyone else feel like that. I know you wouldn't want to feel like that. Don't let anyone else feel like that. Go and bring people in. 
And so that's what I decided to do. I decided to bring people in and to make sure that people around me were going to feel loved and seen. We're going to feel seen because I never felt seen. I was like, I don't want anyone to feel like this. It sucks. It freaking sucks. So I went out of my way to make people feel loved. I wanted to be known for the girl that loved everyone and that no matter what, I would be a friend to anyone. Um, granted, I'm not perfect. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. But I will always be there for anyone. Um I never want anyone to feel left out. So if you are listening to this podcast and you feel like the odd man out, shoot me a message. I want to know how you're doing. I want to talk to you. I want to see how your life is. You're not alone. You're not alone. And I love you. I freaking, I do. I love you. And you might not know me, but it doesn't matter if you know me or if you don't. I love you because you're a child of God. And what better reason is there to love you? None. I love you because you are you. You're my brother. You're my sister. I, f- I love you. You have worth. You have importance. Um, so that really taught me how to treat people. Through that suffering, through that pain that I went through, that exclusion, through the bullying, I would never in a million years ever take away that painful, painful experience because it taught me how I want to be treated and it taught me how I want to treat others. So any painful experience you are going through, thank it. Thank it because without it, you will not learn. You will not grow the way that you're supposed to. I'm telling you, you might be going through something and you're like, why me? Like, I don't understand. But there is no growth in a comfort zone. There is no growth in a comfort zone. Remember that appreciate that when there's a struggle coming your way welcome it don't resist it let it flow let it flow when you resist it it pushes harder when you just let it go just let it flow it will pass and when it passes you'll become a better person because of it I promise you that that's what I've had to learn because I've gone through so much in my life I've gone through so many trials and I know I know every single one of you that are listening have too. whatever you're going through Let it flow. Embrace it. Embrace the struggle. Because the only way we grow is if we struggle. Think about it. I'm serious. Think about it. Do you ever think about any struggle you've gone through? When you are comfortable, when you are just chilling, what do you, what, how do you grow? When you are struggling, Think about how you grow. For example, I'll, I'll give you a very plain out example. Let's say we're at the gym, all right? If you're just chilling and you're not, you're not really working out, you're not growing. Your muscles are not growing. You're not improving your health. And you're just not working towards the goal of a better, healthy life and a healthy body, all right? But when you are really working out, you are feeling that struggle. You're going till failure and it's painful and you feel like you are about to die. That's where the magic happens. That's where the magic happens. That's where the change happens. That's where we grow. Embrace the struggle. Don't push it away. Don't be afraid of it. 
embrace it. You know, I was going to talk about um, another experience that I've had, but we're at about 16 minutes right now, and I don't want to keep these too long. I don't want to take too much of your time, which this is why I love podcasts is because it's really not taking time. It's like you can do something while you're listening to a podcast, and I value your guys' time just like I, I would want someone to value mine. So this is why I love podcasts because you can do it while you're cleaning the house, while you're working out, while you're... I don't know, shoot, when you're doing anything, you can, I value your time, that's basically what I'm saying, is I value your time, um, so I was gonna share another, another, um, little snippet, but I want to keep these short, straight to the point, not really keeping it all fluffy, I just want to get straight to the point, give you the golden nuggets, and, um, you know, help you along your way, so know that you are loved, know that, there is power in the struggle, and that's the only way that we learn and change. So accept it. Let it flow. Um, I love you guys so much. I can't wait to talk. Well, I, I it's Tuesday. <laughs> I just put out a podcast yesterday. So I can't wait for you guys to hear this Monday because I'm, I'm really stoked about this one. Um, I really am. I feel so strong, and that's why I couldn't wait till Monday because I'm in the moment right now, right here, and I'm really feeling it, so I want you guys to feel that energy too. Um, All right, y'all. I'm about to go to the gym. I really don't want to, but because I'm I'm just tired. I woke up at 5 a.m. just like I told you I would. Oh, um, this is day one, actually, of waking up at 5 a.m. and doing my uh, five-minute gratitude practice and journaling and I have to say even on day one I feel a difference I feel alive I feel more in control of my life I feel happier I feel like I'm ahead of the game so I can't even imagine how I'm gonna feel on Sunday because day one I'm already feeling great um but yeah so, oh, also one more thing. Sorry, I know this is going on, but I really want to tell you this. Um, actually, no, I'm not sorry. You're welcome, actually. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, something that I wrote in my journal today, um, the reason why 5 a.m. is so awesome. Well, actually, what keeps me up after I wake up at 5 a.m. is I have like a morning routine. If you don't have a morning routine after 5 a.m., after you wake up, you're going to want to fall back asleep. You're going to want to go to bed. You're going to be like, well, what do I do now? I'm, I'm bored. Like, I want to go back to bed. You have to have a morning routine that is going to keep you up as you wake up. Um, and so that's why this morning I made, like, this special tea that takes, like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes to make. Um, so I – and I put on some really so- calming um, acoustic music and – it was a wonderful morning. I took Remy to the park, dog park, and it was it was an awesome morning, and I cleaned. So, yeah. Basically, that's, like, a quick little tidbit of how my first day of 5 a.m. went. It was fantastic. I loved it. I highly, 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 highly encourage you to do the same um, and let me know how it's going for you. We're in it together. You are never alone. Um, I love you guys so much. I can't wait for this to come out Monday. I'll talk to you guys soon. Um, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Bye, guys. The best is yet to come. Remember that. Love you all. Bye.